Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright. Broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right. Up next. ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's
What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Live and direct from the great state of Minnesota, the Twin Cities, Minneapolis-St. Paul. And man, we got a lot to get into. The show got started a little late. This is going to be a very quick show. We're going to be out of here by... Oh, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. In just a few moments, we got Deshaun Vaughn, a fellow contributor of mine over at Purple PTSD, sister site of VikingsTerritory.com. Man, it has been a wild day up here in, in Viking land, Viking nation. So we got a lot of stuff we got to cover, man. Diggs, should he stay or should he go now as the song is? I mean, I don't know what's going on. Now Diggs wants to fly, if you believe the rumors. Obviously, we're going to talk about Kirk Cousins with Deshaun. Deshaun has uh, tried to back Cousins. Let me say this because Deshaun will cover it, but he's really been trying to tell people, look, this he is who he is. So we got a lot of stuff, man. I want to say what up to Big Mike in Eden Prairie. I want to say what up to Sandra in Ellsworth, Wisconsin, popping in. Western Wisconsin, Mochi, Sydney, Jackson. What's happening, fellas? Appreciate y'all over in the Spreaker.com chat room. First one in the house tonight, Mr. Jose Negron. Appreciate my homie Jose popping in here as well. Um... Yeah, man, this is really going to be a Viking-centric show here. Uh, We got the shot. He's going to be calling in here in about six minutes. Um, Man, I don't know. After watching this game over here in Chicago, Kirk Cousins, all kinds of stuff going on, man. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I I, I just, I, I, I look at this dude play sometimes and I just wonder what his mindset is, what it is he's trying to do. I just, I don't get it. I I do not get it. (sighs) Running game went south. Great no Falcons talks as Mochis. We suck. Yeah, man. uh, Falcons got their own issues, obviously, down there in the ATL. And, you know, how long is Matt Ryan? Is he all of a sudden, is is he wearing out his welcome? (laughs) Right? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just glad we beat y'all, man. But um, plenty of football talk here to get into. Mo Cheese in the house. Want to say what up to you, sir, Mr. Gritz, X Squad affiliate as well. Minnesota Twins get the New York Yankees starting Friday out in Yankee Stadium. You got to love it. Got to love it. And here's the difference between the Twins this go-around and hopefully which will help us prevail against these mofo New York Yankees. And and what that is, quite honestly, is we're a power-hitting team. And if we can hit the Boombas, as we like to call them here up here in the Twin Cities, the home run ball, because now all of a sudden we, you know, we're not trying to put together some singles and doubles to get to all these runs. A couple swings of the bat, Twins could get three, four runs on the board. So it's going to be very, very, very interesting to see if the Twins can pull it off. Now baseball has become, and and even more so during these playoffs, it's it's regionalized because there's not a national audience for all of this unless you're the Yankees or the Cubs or something like that. But the Twins will be, I think game one is going to be on the MLB network. Game two is going to be on FS1 on Saturday. And I'll have to check on game three for you. Mochi's Brewers all over the Nats early. Uh, Quick, fast, and in a hurry, Jose Falcons need a change too, is what he was responding to. That's what Jose was saying. Yeah, man, exactly. Uh, Big Mike from Ian Prairie sends it in. Gov, horribly disappointed. And if we can get the right pieces, I'm interested in trading either Diggs or Thielen. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you- Big Mike. 
is uh is definitely uh letting you know how he feels about it. All right, Mike. Look, I mean, you never say never, man. I mean, like I said, the Edmonton Oilers traded Wayne Gretzky in his heyday. Nothing's ever truly off the table. Right? But, you know, I had fun with it. I posted some stuff today, but it, it really isn't in the Vikings' best interest to trade away digs. Right? And I'm trying to do a couple things here. I, I got some sound that I want you to hear. Let me see if this works. All right. So before our guest comes on. Okay, very interesting show here in the Twin Cities. Listen up, everybody. Under Center with Kirk Cousins from KFAN.com. I really don't know if this is legal, if I'm supposed to do this, but I'm giving all the love to KFAN.com. I hope I do not get sued. But very interesting. This is Kirk Cousins' radio show here in town. And guess who the guest was today, Mr. Adam Thielen. This is just over three minutes. Make sure you take a listen to this and listen to the banter between these two. Mark Rosen, local sports host, a legendary guy here, is the moderator, is the host of the show. So again, Kirk Cousins radio show with the guest Adam Thielen. You uh, did an interview after the game against the Bears, and your exact quote was, at some point you're not going to be able to run the ball for 180 yards. Even with the best running back in the NFL, that's when you have to be able to throw the ball, you have to be able to hit the deep balls. Uh what uh, would you like to elaborate on that quote? Yeah, I think it's first of all, I think it's I think it's interesting how media or fans take things that you say and make it what they want it to be. Um, I think I don't think I could say anything more generic that any offense would say. Um, you can't be one dimensional this league. It's very, very, this is very Adam difficult Thielen. to win. Um, if you listen to defensive coordinators talk, they want to make the offense one dimensional. And that's how they want. That's how they want to win. And so what I was saying was, and I think it's pretty clear what I said is, is you can't just expect to win every single game in this league by running the football. Some games you're going to be able to do that. Um, and we've done that, right? Um, but at the end of the day, to, to go to where we want to go, I think we are going to have to be able to move the ball by throwing the football. And again, after the, you know, in that interview, I talked about the first thing you do after a game is you look yourself in the mirror and you say, what could have I done better? Um, is there plays that I didn't give full effort on? Is there plays that I could have ran a better route, um, got open quicker, things like that? So um, that's what I that's what I did today, and and I'm ready now to move forward to New York. Kirk, did you take offense to that quote at all? No, like you said, uh, it's reality, and uh, I really want to apologize to him because there's too many opportunities where we could have hit him on Sunday. And post-game, when I talk to the media, I always say, hey, until I watch the film, it's hard for me to really give you a straight answer. Well, now it's Tuesday night. I've watched the film. And the reality is there were opportunities for him. The one that's most obvious is the third and 10 at the beginning of the game. We're near midfield. That's arguably seven points. If you put the ball where it needs to be, he's shown, number 19's shown, that he will make that play. And he'll probably finish the play in the end zone and pull away from the defender. Um, You know, Adam's not just a really good player or one of the best players on the Vikings. He's one of the best players in the NFL, one of the best players in the world, period, regardless of position. And so, uh, you know, we we want to, we need to, and when I say we really, I mean I need to get him more opportunities, get him the football. Uh, there's a couple others that I go back and watch it, a dagger, a corner post, a fade throw in the end zone, where I can make it easier on him, give him opportunities. Um, yes, was the Bears front seven really good? Yes, did they make plays in, in the back end occasionally? Yes. But, uh, you know, I didn't help things with, uh, with, you know, giving him more opportunities. So if we run the ball successfully, if we run the ball more consistently, so be it. But when we do take our shots or we have our chances, we got to hit them. And uh, the reality was I didn't. We didn't. And, um, and that's where I think you're frustrated after a game and, uh, and you're looking to improve going into the next week. But uh, um, that's really my summary on it, and I, I look forward to giving him and Stefan more opportunities, you know, in the weeks ahead. All right, everybody, you heard it there. Again, that's the from the show Under Center with Kirk Cousins. 
Uh, his guest tonight again was Adam Thielen, and obviously with all the beefing and, and supposed beefing that's going on here, uh, it was very, very cool that I was able to catch that sound again. That came from the KFAN radio station here in the Twin Cities. So I uh, hope that the sports governor of Minnesota does not get sued. But anyway, uh, very good sound there. On the line right now, all the way out from uh, North Carolina, Vikings fan and also a fellow contributor on purpleptsd.com, uh, sister site of Vikings territory, the one and only Deshaun Vaughn joining us. What up, Deshaun? What's up, man? I'm back in uh, to talk about this game. Hey, you know, that's why, I, you know, I started my show a little later because I really, I mean, this is really going to just be the all the Vikings. You know, you know uh, props to my Gophers. Almost blew a big game out there in Purdue. Um, I'll get to that next week, but I, I really had to, to get somebody on here. So I'm glad that me and Deshaun, we were talking over Twitter and um, I was uh, very glad that you were able to be uh, on the show tonight. So let's just get to it, man. Kirk Cousins, once again, catching all kinds of hell, all kinds of heat uh, to the point where I, you know, I was sitting here wondering, man, this is what you get when you take that big money. Can you imagine being Kirk Cousins in, in Minneapolis right now, Deshaun? Ah, man, I, I cannot. I applaud this guy for even continuing his podcast this week because <laughs> exactly. he, he was he was catching it, man. It is. Every fan from everywhere is just ran fire down on Kirk Cousins. You know, well, let's just, let's just talk about the guy's play, man. Um, he was, and Deshaun didn't have the pleasure of hearing that clip. So I'll, just to kind of recap for you, Deshaun, he was very apologetic, almost grossly apologetic, in my opinion, to Adam Thielen, or, or maybe not. I don't know the way he's been playing. Um, Adam Thielen kind of walked back some of his comments tonight. Obviously, they're sitting there face to face with each other. But, you know, you've had some takes on Kirk Cousins. So if you could share with the Sports Done Right Nation out there, give us your thoughts on where we are uh, going into game five now with Kirk Cousins at the helm. So I think I think Kirk Cousins is still getting acclimated to this this kind of this mixed offense between Stefanski and Kubiak because I actually put some uh, reviewed game film on my Twitter page. But, you know, before I was even able to get to it, you've seen numerous people post the same. I want to say about there's about six or seven plays from the Vikings game where Kirk Cousins was just off, off with timing and wasn't seeing his receivers. He looked, he looked scared. <laughs> he really did. He, he was out there and he looked like he was scared to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Which uh, sometimes I kind of get because he was getting battered. He was getting beat up by the Bears. But as a quarterback, you got to stand in there and take those hits, which is something he did last year. Last year, he was getting beat up. No. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. Did we lost. No. All right. Was apparently we have lost Deshaun for a quick second here. Um, he will call back in, I'm sure. Um, we will also, and one of the questions that I'm going to get to him uh, is also about the front office and all of this. Rick Spielman, general manager, um, always kind of been hit and miss. And what is his role in this? I mean, 80, you know, that's a, to guarantee basically that whole contract like that. Um. Yeah, you, you're putting it all on the line, and it's really starting to fail right now. And I am just hopefully waiting for Deshaun to give us a call back here. So let me do this here. I apologize for this, peeps. Well, we'll just keep it going. Anyway, Rick Spielman, general manager, you know, love-hate relationship with Vikings Nation. He's going to answer for this. He is definitely going to answer for this. Look, man, do you keep Case Keenum? Do you sign Teddy Bridgewater? I was of, 
I, I like the Teddy Bridgewater option. Um, I thought Case Keenum obviously made his point to stay here as well, but both of them you let go. Then you kind of, you know, Kirk Cousins, right time, right place, that whole thing. And it's not working out, man. And now, and here's the thing. The Vikings nation is is getting, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm trying to remember the time where I can recall a Vikings fan base being this pissed off so early in the season. And Deshaun just texted me. He's uh, trying to give us a call back here. Sounds like he might've been in a bad sell spot out there. So uh, he will be giving us a call back here momentarily. Um, And that's why I really wanted to focus on the Vikings tonight, y'all. It is... The vitriol, the nastiness of Vikings Nation at this point. And I want to say what up to Rough Buff out there as well down in the ATL. I haven't seen this in a very, very long time. And I, hey, RC out there, he's paying off Avi bets with his Chicago Bears Avi. Rough buff repping his Buffalo Bills nation. Here we go. All right, Deshaun, can you hear us? Yeah, my bad. Right. Drop no. out here. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. All right, again, folks, we got Deshaun Vaughn back, contributor, purple PTSD, VikingsTerritory.com. Uh, all-around cool dude, Vikings fan, out there in North Carolina of all places. But, yeah, let's get back to this this Kirk Cousins thing, man. So, look, in your opinion, man, in your honest opinion, Deshaun, does Kirk Cousins turn this around? Not is he able to, but does he turn this around? I'm not worried about Super Bowls or anything right now, but can he get some wins under the belt with this schedule that's upcoming? Um, I think I think he will. I think eventually he will. Because what a lot of people don't acknowledge is actually how good he was on the second drive of the game. He was seeing the field. He was moving the ball. He was getting the ball out quick. And it, it just happened to end in a questionable fumble by Stephon Diggs. So I, I think that kind of took away his confidence for the rest of the game, especially when the Bears were able to go up 10-0. But he has, I don't want to say he has a favorable schedule, but the defensive secondaries that he's facing the next four, four-ish weeks aren't that great. So he has, he has a chance, and I think he will. He'll turn it around, but it's also on the team to, all, to keep up if he's able to turn around. Because well, a lot of people don't yeah. mention, the, no, go ahead, I mean, go the, ahead. Defense, the defense gave up 10 points in two drives. And in a game like against the Bears, 10 points is a lot of points. Yeah, because we these two, go, yeah, yeah, they don't score a lot of points at all. So that is that is a good point. Hey, I wanted to get to you, too, before I get uh, back to Cousins. And also, I want to get to you on the front office here. And, and obviously, we got to talk about Rick Spielman. But um, what about this offensive line, man? I mean, they've really kind of regressed here. I, I know we got some injuries, but, you know, once again... You know, we, we got a quarterback that has uh, apparently a lot of deficits. And now you throw in the fact that we don't even we can't even give the guy a lot of time to even begin to try and make a choice. It's just starting to go backwards for this Vikings offense. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, the offensive line is going to take a while to fix. It's not a that's not going to be a one year thing. I feel like they tried to go in the right direction by picking Bradbury, who hasn't been despite whatever PSS says, Bradbury has not been terrible. He's been, he's been pretty good. He hasn't been great, but he's been pretty good. I want to say the Bears, the Bears game is the first all-around bad game he's had so far this year where I feel like he was bad in run and pass blocking. But it, it'll get there eventually, but it does kind of harm. It hurts Kirk Cousins when he's not playing well, and then also the guys in front of him are not playing well. It just kind of starts to kind of compound each other, and it leads to you know two strip sacks and missing players, and it's just it's something that has to mesh, and it's not meshing right now. No, no, it is not. And I want to welcome the one and only Jersey Vern. That's right, the Chief Rocker Vern in the house. 
been a minute, Vern. Thanks for popping in the sports done right. Now, Vern is a Giants fanatic there, Deshaun, just so you know, my fan. Uh, a Giants fan who lived in or grew up in New Jersey but lives in Atlanta. Don't try and figure it out. <laughs> I'll actually be at that game uh, coming next week. I'm taking a trip up to New York to to attend that game. And um, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see Daniel Jones play. He had kind of a rough week last week at some point, throwing some questionable picks towards the Redskins. But I think this I think this kid can be the future. I really think he can. I think his athletic ability is something new that New York hasn't had in like the past ten years. And to get Golden Tate back, Saquon I think is gonna come back earlier than what is expected. And I think this offense will really start rolling. Their offensive line is pretty good. It's solid. And I think they'll have a solid offensive unit. They might be back to the playoffs before people before people think, uh, give them maybe another year or two, and they'll be competing in the NFC East. All right, all right. You heard it there, Jersey. You got a little love from the show tonight, my man, so enjoy it because uh, I ain't going to say nothing else except I, I am worried about that game. I'll, I'll talk about that in a quick second. Again, we got Deshaun Vaughn with us uh, from PurplePTSDVikingsTerritory.com. Uh, he's living out there in North Carolina. Uh, make sure you check his workout on those websites young up-and-coming uh, sports writer here. So, Deshaun, let's talk about the front office of the Minnesota Vikings. Rick Spielman, general manager, he's the one that, you know, basically signed off on this thing. He's always under fire. Um, you know, a lot of times, probably deservedly so. How does he fit in this if this goes south? does Is he gone as well because he's kind of the engineer of this contract? I think I think he is. I think, but the thing is, the worst thing wasn't signing Cousins because Cousins was undoubtedly the best option at the time. The thing is, he didn't get the line for Cousins to succeed. The year we signed Kirk Cousins, our draft probably should have been all offensive line. But I want to say that same year, I think it was that same year we signed Kirk Cousins, we, we drafted Mike Hughes in the first round. So... Spielman has a history of not wanting to draft linemen high, and it's just something yep. you have to do, especially with teams setting the example, like the Colts and the Texans. Thank you. Out drafting and the Falcons. We have three teams now going out there doing what's necessary to build the O line because it is the number one thing for an offense, and Spielman just hasn't done it. It's been, I want to say, ever since. Man, Phil. Ever since the Phil Lodeholm days, man, he just has he has not he has not gone out there to secure a top flight offensive lineman, and it has costed him. And we've had some pretty good teams. We've had some pretty good teams in the last couple of years. Twenty seventeen, the line deteriorated, and that's the reason we lost in Philadelphia. And just, you would think after that he would really attack it aggressively, and he he just hasn't. Now, albeit Brian 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 O'Neill has been great. I think he's uh, – I saw a stat saying he wins, I want to say, 97% of his passing block reps, which is great. Uh, he faced off He faced off against Mac a couple times last week, and he actually was not doing too bad. So that's a very – that's a big bright spot on the line. So you can really – you can really work from there. I think Bradbury will be fine. I think it might be time to depart with Pat Elfline, man. He's been having some really? questionable moments really? in all these games. Yeah, okay. The tape is there, man. The tape is there. He has hmm. he has the kind of issues with his hand placement. And for guys who kind of don't really know what that means, as a lineman, you want to get your hands up inside the defender. But his hands either are slow or he just doesn't have a powerful punch. He gets swammed like at least once a game. The Man. Bears well, you, you know, that's that might even be more ammunition to get rid of Rick Spielman because if yeah. he's missing on Elfline, who was supposed to be the savior a couple years ago when he was drafted of this of the whole offensive line, I mean, what does that say about Spielman? I mean, maybe the Wilfs need to do a little house cleaning up in the front office as well. Um, let me ask you this, man. We've had fun today on social media with this dig situation. Uh, you know, people have been all over the place with it. He, you know, he wants to get out of here. Obviously he's upset with his role and cousins. 
um, in particular. And again, I'll play the Kirk Cousins sound after I get done with Deshaun because we've had some new people join us in the chat rooms here. Um, so, so they can hear Kirk Cousins' apology basically to Diggs and Adam Thielen with Adam Thielen sitting right there from his show. But um, is it just a bunch of bullshit, man, <laughs> in all honesty? Or is is Diggs, who you know has been quiet here the past couple weeks, hasn't talked to the media, is that his, his own little protest with like, look, man, this is uh, really getting out of hand here. What are your thoughts, Deshaun? I think Diggs is just an emotional player. He's he he's probably the most emotional player that we have. You know, his cryptic, cryptic tweets go back to basically when he was drafted. He just he he's hard his heart is all in it. You know, he's a competitor. He's like like if you want to compare him to somebody, he's like Odell Beckham without the antics. Like like he he his emotions are out there one hundred percent of the time and when things don't go his way when he knows they can get better you know sometimes it slips out a little bit and I actually think he was probably not doing interviews to probably stop himself from criticizing his teammates or maybe the playbook or maybe the coaches which is probably for the best because he probably had some choice words for Kirk Cousins after that game because there was a play where uh, Diggs was open maybe 20 yards down the field and Cousins dumps it off to the flat of CJ Ham. Yeah, so I think yeah. Diggs is just, he's just trying to contain himself from, you know, and I think that, and this is me interpreting his, uh, his cryptic tweet from earlier. <laughs> he tweeted the emoji, but no mouth on it. I think that <laughs> Diggs just, <laughs> just trying to, just trying to keep all his thoughts in because he knows he's, he's an emotional player. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He he's does. the ultimate competitor. And that, Sometimes he's not always thinking straight. He doesn't want to say something that's going to create more of a rift than there already is. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was actually kind of, actually, I was very encouraged. Vikings Nation, you know, whether it was through Facebook tweets, uh, just people I was talking with at work, man, nobody wants to see Diggs go. I mean, uh, Diggs is, you know, arguably the best receiver on the team. And he is phenomenal. And, man, I can't even think of the Vikings right now without Stephon Diggs on that team. You know, I mean, forget the Minneapolis miracle and the memories with that. I mean, he is just a solid receiver. He's proven what he he can do. And to even – well, I won't say to even entertain because, obviously, if you can get the right kind of package for him. But I don't know, man. That would just be a hard one to swallow right now. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because Diggs is a he's he's almost a top ten wide receiver. On some days, he, he is a top ten wide receiver. He's one of the best best route runners in the league. He, he's like constantly open, and that's something I think I, we'll see forward going forward in the offense is more shot plays and more chances going up to Thielen and Diggs because these guys are always they really are always open. And Cousins just has to get the confidence back to take these chances like he was in the preseason. And the preseason, he was throwing bombs to Thielen and Diggs when they recover, and they were still making throws. I think once he gets over uh, not being scared to make plays, because I really do think that interception in the Packers game, the one late, I think that that scarred Cousins because it scarred me too. <laughs> but I, I think that play scarred him, and I think he's been playing kind of timid ever since because that was it was a bad throw i mean i kind of see what he was going to but he was pressured so he was late with the throw and it was just a bad interception i think since then he's been kind of timid with his throws not wanting to let the ball cut loose but i feel like against a bad giant secondary we're going to see a lot more chance plays especially because george jengis just gave up like 200 yards to mike evans a week ago i hope so (laughs) i hope so because here's the thing man and i got that ninja in uh, my chat room here excuses for Kirk cousins talking about trading digs we were talking about trading digs because that was the social media meltdown up here in in minnesota today that ninja so uh, nobody really seems to know where it kind of came from, but today was the day where it just went in, uh, overdrive with all of a sudden, Hey, they're, they're, you know, the Patriots, um, you know, became a sexy little pick on social media there. I guess the uh, Diggs had posted some things, uh, to his Instagram or, or some social media account relating to the Patriots. So that's where we're going with this, man. Um, moving on here. Let me ask you about this Vikings defense. 
secondary in particular, man, you got the, you know, Daniel Jones, who I was not big on at all. I still look, I'm old school, man. I'm, I, I need to see a few games of this stuff. You know, especially when you're in New York, you, you you throw together a game or two and everybody, you know, wants to rewrite the record books and he's the next greatest thing here. But let me ask you about our Vikings defense. Um, what do they have to do next week, man? Because if the Vikings can't stop this rookie quarterback and, and he gets going early yet again, I don't know, man. The way our offense sucks right now and the quarterback who really can't lead anybody right now, I, you know, I think the defense might have to step it up a little bit for us and, you know, find a way to maybe get a, a couple more turnovers, get a touchdown. What do you think, Deshaun? I think what the defense has to do, and I think they'll do it well because he actually shown to not be able to read coverages as well, which is what led to his two interceptions last week, is play some combination coverages. Don't give your hand until late in the play clock. Because, you know, the, the coach is cut off, I think, 10 seconds in. So once you, once you hit that 10-second mark, you want to shift your defense, show him some different coverages, get after him, make him use his feet, and make him think, and you'll be able to turn him over. I think Daniel Jones is good, but he's still a rookie quarterback. And Mike Zinn is still a pretty good defensive-minded you know, head coach. His scheme didn't work last week because, you know, Nagy, has, Nagy is just a great play caller. I mean, Pat Sherman's good, too. But it's the familiarity between the two. Zimmer knows Pat Shermer. Shermer knows Zimmer. So it's going to be a battle. But I think we have the upper hand because this defense has been together for so long. And Shermer is only, what, two, three weeks in with his rookie quarterback? So this, this is a tough draw for the Giants. And I don't think, with the way the defense has been playing lately, I do not think that they'll be able to pull this one out. I mean, they got lucky last week with a QB crisis with Chase Keenum and Dwayne Haskins. But going up against a solid veteran Vikings defense and uh, the Giants are like, I think the Giants are the worst, one of the worst running defenses in the NFL. We'll we'll get back to running the ball and Dalvin Cook will be back doing his regular thing. I think it's a tough draw. The Vikings should walk away with this one relatively easily. But ever since the Bill game, Bill's game last year, I don't, I don't underestimate anybody, but this should be a pretty easy win for them. Cool. Again, we got Deshaun Vaughn, Purple PTSD contributor, VikingsTerritory.com. All right, man. I, I'm trying. I'm really trying. There's just something in my gut with this game next week, man, that I, I just I, – I, uh, I hope they win, but I just don't know, man. I just don't know. And I'm already going to the bad spots because it's like if they lose to the Giants next week and let's say Kirk Cousins has what has been a Kirk Cousins game yet again, I mean, you're going to have people calling for Sean Mannion to come out. Um, like Like I was saying earlier, Deshaun, I have never seen the vitriol in Vikings Nation this bad this early in the season. And, you know, they're two and two, but because of the way the quarterback sucks, because of some other things that have popped up that we maybe didn't necessarily anticipate. Um, And, you you know, also the receiving core. I mean, you know, BB never really materialized, so they go back, re-sign Laquan Treadwell, uh, sign a guy off the practice squad. All of a sudden, you know, we got issues in the receiving core of all places. I mean, you know, like I put in the title here, man, is the Viking ship already on fire? So let me ask you this. Um, what does a Vikings loss look like next week if they go down, say it's, let's just say it's another crappy game. You know, Cousins sucks. Uh, we put up seven, 10 points and the Giants kick our ass. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be hard to imagine. Um, I think, I don't think anybody gets benched, but I think, I think there is going to be a pretty big overhaul of the offense. So I'm, I really can't imagine a scenario where the defense, where it's the defense fault that we lose to the Giants. So I think if we come out, we try to run the ball, it doesn't work. When we get one dimensional, we have to lean on Cousin to win the game, and he's not able to do that. I think you'll start to see the Vikings move back to more of a spread offense where Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins was wheeling and dealing like every single game. Because, I mean, even though he was pressured, 
the Vikings were putting up points and it was working. We had two thousand yard receivers, both with like six plus touchdowns. So we were productive, even though we weren't really winning. And I think that's what the biggest outcome of that game will be. Unless Kirk like completely shits the bed. Like I'm talking like like he did last week. If he has a repeat performance, you might see him get benched like in game, but I think the next week he'll be back out there. But man, that Viking Twitter would explode. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, I it, it goes beyond history. Twitter, bro. This is Vikings. I'm, I mean, you know, the way, like I said, it has just been really weird with Kirk Cousins here. Um, I mean, I and that, listen, the guy's record speaks for itself with big games. What is it like four and twenty-seven now? How long of a leash do you keep on this dude if the Vikings lose a couple more games? Because you, you're going to play him because of the contract. I get that. But if there's one or a couple losses coming up here, does the backup thing get any play? Does Sean you get in there at all? <laughs> because that's the other thing I saw on Vikings Twitter today, Deshaun. Uh, Mangan's name came up more than a few times in, in, in the tweets I was reading, man. So wh- what do you think? I think Mangan's more of Kirk Cousins than Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. So I don't think you get much better with Sean Mangan because they're basically the same quarterback. They they both don't really throw. They haven't really been throwing downfield. You're not going to get the big plays with Mangan. I think you're going to get a game manager. Who's? I mean, and that might be what the Vikings need as of right now. Now, if it was Slaughter, <laughs> right? And um, it might by the be way, a different thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, see that ninja. I wonder what Kirk Cousins has to do to be looked at as not being the answer. He's already looked at as not being the answer. I mean, in, in Vikings Nation, I mean, you got people. Deshaun today, I saw a group of people talking about trading for Eli Manning. Oof. Thank you. I don't know where that bullshiggity crap's coming from, but it's out there. Can we work a deal for Cam Newton? Can we do this? Can we find a way to get Teddy Bridgewater back? Because obviously the Vikings Nation, we still love Teddy Bridgewater, and no matter how he does it, now he's got a couple wins down in New Orleans. So it's almost like you're getting salt in the wound from all over the NFL. With You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, so, man. I mean – her cousin was never brought in to be the the answer. You know, the Vikings had they had when they had solid quarterback play, they were Super Bowl bound. It just happened to fall apart because they had like three or four injuries on the offensive line, like really late in the season. So Kirk wasn't brought in to be the savior of a quarterback. We knew who Kirk Cousins was when he came in. He was a fringe quarterback. He ranked somewhere between ten and fifteen. And that's that's who this guy was. That's who he's been his whole career. And then last yeah. year he came in and he did pretty well. I see a lot of people say that Kirk Cousins was bad last year. He wasn't. He wasn't terrible last year. I mean, he threw thirty touchdowns and ten interceptions. You can't do that without being at least pretty decent. So he came in and he did well. And maybe maybe it's the scheme. Maybe it's just him. Maybe Kirk Cousins is finally regressing. That could be a thing. Maybe. He doesn't feel confident in himself. He doesn't feel comfortable. He's not taking the chances. He's just not playing at well, an NFL quarterback level. That's the thing, because I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to interrupt you here. I got a couple no, more minutes uh, with Deshaun. But that's what Zimmer was alluding to in his press conferences this week. Like, look, man, take the shot. Almost like he's scared. And, uh, you know, I and, uh, I got to check the chat room here because my man, uh, Sidney Jackson, I think he said a scared quarterback should be a benched quarterback. And, you know, that's the thing. I mean, look, at this point, take some shots, man, because that's exactly what it seems like, that he's playing scared. Yeah, and that is what it seems like. And he has to take those shots because reviewing the Bears film, the Vikings were running against eight-man fronts, and that's because the Cousins wasn't taking any shots downfield. And Cousins is taking his responsibility. And I know I've been kind of an apologist on Twitter, but, like, I would like everybody to know that Cousins is not devoid of blame, like, at all. There's some bad things that this man are doing on the field that need to be fixed. I just think I think they're very fixable, but it's going to take a really good game from Cousins to really put faith back in the community and for people to really rally behind him. But I think 
a couple shot plays is what will do it. Get Thielen on the outside one on one and just toss it up there. He did. He did last game. He missed it by just a couple inches. It was a tough throw, but those are the ones that you want to hit for your confidence. And I mean, I feel like we wow. should take maybe four or five of those a game. Okay, then let me end it with this. And again, I want to thank Deshaun for his time because here's the thing, man. Got the Giants next week. Then you got Philadelphia coming in here. Um, a, a once again, reborn Detroit team. And then, you know, depending on what happens, then you got the Redskins at the end of the month, October 24th. But then after that, Chiefs, Cowboys, Broncos, Seahawks. It's getting real ugly here if this offense can't figure it out, Deshaun. It is. It definitely is. But, you know, I put I put faith in uh, Kubiak and Stavansky. I think they'll be able to turn around. Because you guys, you got you to gotta know, a quarter of a season is not a long time to implement and really iron out the kinks for your new scheme. You guys got to think, this is a, this is like, no matter how long Stefanski has been there, this is a brand new scheme for the offense. And Kubiak coming in and planting his roots and mixing it with Stefanski. So this isn't like the... This isn't what it was last year because, you know, they threw away an entire system and they brought in an entire new one. So, you know, you got to give them a couple cushion, maybe three, four games to iron it out. I expect the offense to be at least a lot better than it was by the time we get to the real thick part of our schedule when we play the Cowboys and the Chiefs and the Chargers. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, Deshaun, again, thank you so much for joining us, my man. And um, we're going to be having you back, obviously, throughout the season. Uh, Deshaun joined us earlier this year, and I appreciate you coming through. Tell the folks uh, where they can follow you on social media. And again, check check out his writings on purpleptsd.com um, and also over at vikingsterritory.com. And you guys can find me on Twitter at VikingsFan16. I'm there daily posting content, trying to study the game and, you know, get a little smarter every day. Hey, man. Well, you're still in college. You're a young dude. You're finding your way in this sports media landscape, man. Just keep doing what you do, man. And uh, you got big things ahead of you, brother. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Have a great night. All right, take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen, Deshaun... Vaughn has joined us. Appreciate you coming through. All right. So, again, I only got a couple minutes left in the show, so I just wanted to replay this sounder. This is from Kirk Cousins' radio show tonight from KFAN.com or KFAN Radio here in the Twin Cities. He hosts a regular weekly radio show, as most uh, quarterbacks and players around the country do. His is called Under Center with Kirk Cousins. And ironically, his guest tonight was Adam Thielen. You guys have probably seen all the posts we've uh, been posting and just going through social media, Facebook. Obviously, Thielen, along with Diggs, has not been happy, so... Um, here they are face to face first time <laughs> since the Bears game uh, again this is hosted and moderated by Mark Rosen local sportscaster recently reti- retired from channel 4 the WCCO TV here in the Twin Cities and here we go Kirk Cousins um, Adam Thielen and Adam Thielen will be speaking first you uh, did an interview after the game against the Bears and your exact quote was, at some point, you're not going to be able to run the ball for 180 yards. Even with the best running back in the NFL, that's when you have to be able to throw the ball. You have to be able to hit the deep balls. Uh, what uh, Would you like to elaborate on that quote? Yeah, I think it's, first of all, I think it's, I think it's interesting how media or fans take things that you say and make it what they want it to be. Um, I, think, I don't think I could say anything more generic that any offense would say. Um, you can't be one-dimensional in this league. It's very, very, very difficult to win. Um, if you listen to defensive coordinators talk, they want to make the offense one-dimensional. And that's how, they want, that's how they want to win. And so what I was saying was, and I think it's pretty clear what I said, is, is you can't just expect to win every single game in this league by running the football. Some games you're going to be able to do that. Um, and we've done that, right? Um, but at the end of the day, to, to go to where we want to go, I think we are going to have to be able to move the ball by throwing the football. And again, after the, you know, in that interview, I talked about the first thing you do after a game is you look yourself in the mirror and you say, what could have I done better? Um, is there plays that I didn't give full effort on? Is there plays that I could have ran a better route, um, got open quicker, things like that. So 
um, that's what I that's what I did today, and and I'm ready now to move forward to New York. Kirk, did you take offense to that quote at all? No, like you said, uh, it's reality, and uh, I really want to apologize to him because there's too many opportunities where we could have hit him on Sunday. And post-game, when I talk to the media, I always say, hey, until I watch the film, it's hard for me to really give you a straight answer. Well, now it's Tuesday night. I've watched the film. And the reality is there were opportunities for him. I, the one that's most obvious is the third and 10 at the beginning of the game. We're near midfield. That's arguably seven points. If you put the ball where it needs to be, we, he's shown, number 19's shown, that he will make that play. And he'll probably finish the play in the end zone and pull away from the defender. Um, you know, Adam's not just a really good player or one of the best players on the Vikings. He's one of the best players in the NFL, one of the best players in the world, period, regardless of position. And so, uh, you know, we, we want to, we need to, and when I say we really, I mean I need to get him more opportunities, get him the football. Uh, there's a couple others that I go back and watch it, a dagger, a corner post, a fade throw in the end zone, where I can make it easier on him, give him opportunities. Um, yes, was the Bears front seven really good? Yes, did they make plays in, in the back end occasionally? Yes. But, uh, you know, I didn't help things with, uh, with, you know, giving him more opportunities. So if we run the ball successfully, if we run the ball more consistently, so be it. But when we do take our shots or we have our chances, we got to hit them. And uh, the reality was I didn't. We didn't. And, um, and that's where I think you're frustrated after a game and, uh, and you're looking to improve going into the next week. But uh, um, that's really my summary on it, and I, I look forward to giving him and Stefan more opportunities, you know, in the weeks ahead. Well, there you have it once again, uh, under center with Kirk Cousins on KFAN Radio. Um, I, I don't know if I if I should have played that or not, but regardless, I thought it was very important because um, I did not expect that Adam Thielen was going to be on the show tonight. I heard about it on the drive home, so I was uh, very glad I was able to catch it. And Vikings fans, I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something. If this continues, <laughs> if this continues, he's got to go. Be and and here's why I say that because. You're starting to hear rumblings throughout the team now. And if the team doesn't have faith in their quarterback, you know, that's that's like a plague. That just spreads. And, you know, look, I've said it before. I've said it on my show all the time, just so you know where I'm coming from. Not a Cousins guy. I liked him at Michigan State, as I always say. Liked him at Michigan State when he's beating Notre Dame, who I can't stand. But again, a lot of his stats have come in garbage time with the Redskins. You know, that was what they tried to sell us when they signed him. He has all these yards and touchdowns, but it was garbage time. The Skins were playing from behind in most of those games with him. So they had the pass. And he just can't elevate his game when it matters most. He's 4-27 and against winning teams. That's why you're seeing the fury. That's why you're seeing the vitriol. You got a quarterback right now. Hey, listen, great dude. You know, sounds like he's a man of faith and all this stuff. He does tremendous work in the community. But I keep it between the lines on the field. And this dude hasn't produced. He has not produced. In the games where it matters most, empty calories. Thank you, Sid. Hold on. It's Sidney Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly, bro. Empty calories. And you know what? That's almost the perfect way to end this show. Kirk Cousins, as of now, is empty calories. Like a pop. You drink it. Hey, it may kind of help fill you up on the, you know, on the quick, but it's empty calories, man.
That's what Kirk Cousins is. Mike from Eden Prairie says, never been a Cousins guy. Tried to roll with him because he's our quarterback, but he is not the answer. Um, you know, and, and that's just what we've seen forever with Kirk Cousins. We've seen it obviously this season. We're going to find out New York, New York, New York next week. Vikings going out there. Obviously, we know what's happening with the Giants. And if these Vikings can't right the ship, it's going to be real ugly next week. I hope our boys can do it. I hope they can. But I'm look, I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm not worried about this game. <laughs> Giants going to be fired up. Daniel Jones all of a sudden is the answer out there. Regardless, the kid's got a couple wins under his belt. He played Washington last week. Let's keep it real. But, you know, if they if the Giants come out and find a way and get something going early and all of a sudden the Vikings start getting that feeling again. And no, when Kirk Cousins, who's a ninja, Kirk Cousins has a has decent game, all will not be forgiven because you got to keep doing it. And you got to have more than a half decent game. Otherwise, what's the point? A half decent game ain't shit. What's that going to get you? Where is that going to get you to? A divisional exit in the playoffs? Wild card exit if you're lucky? Nah. I agree with what you're saying. I hear you. But I'm just saying in terms of what he needs to do. I don't know, man. I don't know. And then, you know, you throw in the, you know, the, the injuries, the debacle of the offensive line too. It all seems so good a couple weeks ago. It all seems so right after game one with the Atlanta Falcons beat down. But not anymore. Not anymore. So with that. Make sure you check out the Minnesota Twins, New York Yankees playoffs. Go Twins, go. Might have a little special preview show that I'm going to throw up a little later this week before the game Friday night in Yankee Stadium. Um, As for the rest of the NFC North, keep an eye on Detroit. Played Kansas City tough. They, they, They became Detroit again in the end, but they're making strides. Green Bay. Now, obviously, we just the Chicago Bears just showed what they can do with their defense. And then you got Green Bay out there, and you know, we're looking up basically at everybody. So imperative that the Vikings get a win. You heard the schedule upcoming after um next couple games, it gets real nasty. Sydney Jackson, but now we know ATL is hot trash. Still don't us, or excuse me, still don't understand how Philly lost to him. The day Cousins got that money and no extension was on the table for Cam. This is Mo Cheese. They are who we thought we they are. Hey man, I'm telling you, and the Carolina, I'm tell. Hey, he gets another couple wins out there. You know what's coming out there? Yet another uh, quote unquote quarterback controversy. But I'm. This is about the Vikings. This is this is about the Vikings tonight, and that's why I really wanted to focus on this show. I appreciate Deshaun again coming on, because this is getting very interesting. I'm going to keep my eye on it, on the on the Twitterverse, on the social media aspect of this. I think it's very interesting that you want to listen to what Mike Zimmer has to say because. When does Mike Zimmer approach the hot seat? Is Kirk Cousins going to lose Zimmer his job, possibly? Stay tuned. Got Dalvin Cook, best running back in football. Just got to get the line back to open up them holes. And, you know, one of the the few bright spots has been Dalvin Cook. Again, 
probably, I'd say right now, Minnesota's favorite Viking. And everybody's just hoping that he stays healthy and and continues to thrive here in Minnesota. And hopefully they can find someone to lead and this team can turn it around. All right, there you go. We've done an hour of it, Minnesota. We we've we've got on cousins. We've we've talked about all of the aspects of this team. Uh, let me get into the couple of these chats here before I get on out of here. The Falcons penalties are the reason they can't win a damn game. When you can't sustain a drive and your defense can't get off the field because of the penalties, that's not winning football from Mo Cheese, Mr. Grits. Talking about his Atlanta Falcons down in the ATL. You know, when, when is it? Uh, <laughs> when is it time? You got my. What's the backup plan when Matt Ryan's gone? Because now that the you know the Falcons are starting to suck again. When is when does it become his time? Sidney Jackson Vikings should trade for Cam. Since McCaffrey's supposed to be the next Marshall Falk, turn the team over to him. Let Cab run the show in Minnesota. Hey, I'm open for it. <laughs> um, I, I, I am. I'm open for anything right now. I just want my Vikings to win, man. That loss in Philadelphia hurt a brother. When we were on the verge of playing that Super Bowl back here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis-St. Paul, the great state of Minnesota. Shit. <laughs> Excuse my French, man, but I was I was ready for it. And when it went to hell, and then obviously Case isn't re-signed, you let Teddy B, Teddy Two Gloves go. And then you bring in, well, what we have now. So, folks, thank you guys so much for listening to Sports Done Right. I want to say... Thank you to Stacy and Oatana. Oatana, Minnesota, checking us out down there in South Central Minnesota. Thank you so much, Stacy. Again, Big Mike out there in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Who else do we got checking in here on the Twitter sphere? I'm sorry I didn't get to too many of the Twitter uh, correspondence tonight. I was kind of focused on our Spreaker.com chat room. Um, such a glorious day, Sydney Jackson, <laughs> with the Falcon emojis, it looks like. Um Mike says, Gov, good show. Appreciate you. And uh, let's do a Let's catch a beer in person sometime. Would love to meet you. Mike, we will definitely make that happen. Um, Danielle back from Minnetonka. Danielle is back. And she ironically is a Green Bay fan. So she says, Gov, I really, capital letters, really enjoyed listening to the Vikings bitch session tonight. Continued misgivings, Danielle and Minnetonka. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, who else do we got here real quick? Oh, picked up my tickets. ACC Big Ten Challenge. Go for basketball. What is that? Uh, December 2nd. Taking on the Clemson Tigers. So I'm going to check that one out. Um, again, congrats to Go for Football 4-0. It was, it was beautiful early. With the um, Tanner Morgan, 21 for 22 for going for, what, almost 400 yards. All of our receivers lighting it up and scoring. Uh, All-conference, uh, Tyler Johnson. You got Bateman back there. I mean, they were on point, but yet the Gopher, now was the Gopher defense after going up two-plus scores and into the fourth quarter, let Purdue Purdue, who lost their starting quarterback and their starting, um, I uh, I forgot the other man's young name, um, his name. Basically, their two best offensive receive, or, uh, players go down in injury on the same play. And they're done for the game. And yet, the Gophers, who looked like they were on their way to a blowout, make it interesting. Get the win over Purdue, uh, 38-31. 4-0. Got Illinois coming in here. Lovey squad. And don't laugh, Gopher fans, because you remember what happened last year. We got knocked the you-know-what out, man. So, along with the Vikings fans, we admit Gopher fans don't take a game lightly. So, 
Illinois homecoming next week here. I'll be out at the tailgate lots. Make sure you stop by lot 58. Say what up to the sports gov. Uh, we will have all kinds of uh, libations and some grub for you to check out as well. So, all right, guys. Oh, it's Eagles. So those are Eagles. Fly Eagles. Fly Sydney Jackson. All right, man. Hey, appreciate everybody jumping in here. Um, everybody I just mentioned, everybody in the chat room, Sydney, Ninja, um, who else we got here? Chief Rocker, RC. Oh, and by the way, what up, RC, our Minnesota Mafia brother from Duluth, Minnesota? Uh, Mo Cheese, uh, who else did I miss here? Um, if I'm missing you, I'm sorry, but thank you again. Sports Done Right. Make sure you follow me, Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. At the Big Smooth One, that's the number one after the Big Smooth. Uh, follow Sports Done Right at Sports Done Right on Instagram and also on Facebook. Just type in Sports Done Right, join our Facebook group, and uh, feel free to chat away about all things sports in there as well. It is not snowing yet, Sydney Jackson. It was 90 degrees yesterday, and right now it is, I think, probably about 50 um game temp this weekend i think it's going to be right around 60 degrees so fall is definitely in the air in the great state of minnesota y'all be cool stay up and oh by the way minnesota joining the list now um next legislative session in 2020 they will have a bill introducing ncaa athletes getting paid so the University of Minnesota and the Minnesota colleges are like, oh, hold up, California. We getting in on this one, too. So who knows? Anything that can help with the or help with the recruiting pool, we all good. Y'all be cool. Thank you for listening to the show, as always. Going on four years now of Sports Done Right. Um, again, you can catch us on most of the major streaming services, xsquadaffiliates.com, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, wherever be cool yeah yeah that's big exactly said all right man have a good night y'all and thanks again for listening thank you for listening to sports done right with your host the governor of minnesota sports talk the honorable vince wright check out sports done right every tuesday night and when it's over stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the sports done right facebook group Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.